My name is Patricia Kathleen, and this podcast series will contain interviews I conduct with women, female-identified, and non-binary individuals regarding their professional stories and personal narrative as it relates to their perspective. This podcast is designed to hold a space for all individuals to learn from their counterparts, regardless of age, status, or industry. We intend to transparently investigate the evolving global dialogue regarding underrepresented figures in all industries across the USA and abroad. By hosting these stories and conversations, we aim to contribute to the changing platform and representation of these individuals for the future. If you are enjoying this podcast series, be sure to check out our subsequent series called Roundtable with Patricia Kathleen, where we talk with a panel of guests regarding key topics that arise in these individual interviews. You can subscribe to all of our podcast series on iTunes, Stitcher, or Podbean, as well as our website, patriciacathleen.com. You can also contact me directly via this website or through my media website, wild.agency. That's W-I-L-D-E dot agency. Thanks for listening. Now let's start the conversation. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. This is your host, Patricia, and today I am sitting down with Krista Grosso. Krista is the founder of the Lean Out Method. It can be located at leanoutmethod.com. Welcome, Krista. Welcome. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. I'm really excited to unpack what you do for um, everyone listening today. I know we've had a lot of people write in um, regarding uh, exactly what you do and, and the business that you've created. But before we get into that, a quick roadmap for everyone listening. We are first going to look at Krista's academic background and early professional life, and then we'll turn our attention towards unpacking the Lean Out Method and um, coaching endeavors that she has therein. And then we'll turn um, our attention towards goals that Krista has for her company and maybe herself for the next three years regarding scaling, expansion, and other aspects. We'll wrap everything up with advice that Krista may have for those of you looking to emulate what she does or perhaps getting involved with the Lean Out Method. Before I start peppering her with questions, a quick bio on Krista. Krista Grasso is a lean business consultant who helps growing businesses achieve more by doing less through a combination of strategic planning and lean business practices. She helps business owners eliminate noise, distraction, and competing priorities by identifying the most important things they should focus on right now that will drive maximum value for their customers and maximum profits for their business. So that's so tasty, Krista. I must say um, <laughs> what you do and, and the, the bio of yourself and your business is exciting. I, I don't know anybody that wouldn't be enticed by that. Um, but before we get into unpacking that, which I really do want to, I'm hoping that you can give us a bird's eye view and kind of um, elaborate a little bit on your um, academic background and early professional life following that. Yeah, absolutely. So I had originally started college as a fine art major. I had wanted to be a photographer at the time. And I was going through, I was probably about my third year through college. And as more and more people that I had known and kind of grown through university with were graduating, I was noticing how few of them were actually doing what they went to school with and how many were working in coffee shops or doing something and barely having time for their craft on the side. And I started to get a little worried that that was going to be my future as well. So I switched majors and got a business degree. 
Mm. I figured with a business degree, I would know how to run a business. I would know how to be successful. I already knew my craft very well. So I thought that what was missing and what ultimately would lead to success for me, where I wasn't spending my life at a coffee shop dreaming about the thing I wanted to do, um, was getting that business foundation. So that was what I did. And at the time, management information systems was really um, the field to go into, if you will. It paid really well. There was a lot of opportunity in that field. So that was what I got my degree in. And at the time I had been managing Starbucks and it was actually one of my morning customers who had come in every day who hired me into my first job in corporate. And nice. he had, yeah, it was, I love that. <laughs> I had interviewed multiple times, multiple places, and it just kind of goes to reinforce. Sometimes it's who, you know, in the relationships that you build that yeah. ultimately end up leading to the results that you get. And he was wonderful. He brought me in as a consultant. And at the time, I didn't know anything about consulting, but that shaped a lot of what I would do later throughout my career in choosing consulting as a path. And so he did it just to get me in the door very quickly. I actually started the next morning um, because he had an immediate need. <laughs> so it was a very quick turnaround. Yeah. Um, but that just opened me up to a really interesting space and world. So I was working um, for a manufacturing company, very, very large scale manufacturing, multi-billion dollar Fortune 100 company. And I got introduced to a lot of lean practices. So they were focused on trying to be as effective and efficient as possible, have zero waste in their system, really make sure that they were maximizing their profits and minimizing any sort of defects because the things they created, it wasn't the type of uh, environment where you could have something go wrong. Lives were at risk if, if something went wrong. Yeah. And so because of that, they were really focused on being lean and very high quality. And so it just opened me up to this world that I've since spent 20 plus years working in. That's amazing. What industry can I ask was that in? Yeah, that was aerospace. Um, okay. but I've actually been in pretty much every industry imaginable from aerospace to automobiles, to elevators, to fashion. I, I mean, I've, I've really spanned the gamut of things from nonprofit and higher education to a lot of really large scale businesses, a lot in the manufacturing space. Excellent. I love that. I love people who have, um, history across the horizon, because I think it lends to, there's just an amazing amount of knowledge that happens through cross-pollination. I think that people knew this hundreds of years ago when universities were being developed, and that's why, um, you know, general education and required curriculum happened. I think that having this expansive knowledge of, of a variety of different industries is um, is crucial and it's coming back into vogue as well. I must mm -hmm. say with co-working spaces and things like that, even in the biotech industry, but that's another conversation. I'm wondering, um, how long did you work for other people until you decided to kind of branch out and develop your own thing? And is the lean out method your first endeavor on um, your own or were there others before it? No. Um, so I consider myself a serial entrepreneur. I actually ran my first businesses since the age of 16. Um, speaking of coffee shops, I had opened and run two coffee shops <laughs> uh, when oh, I was wow. in high school through college. Um, it was, I actually had brought um, specialty drinks, we'll say, to Connecticut. Back in the day, there was no such thing as a cappuccino or an espresso. People had not heard of it, which I know is probably unheard of for people listening now, but that really was more of a West Coast thing. That wasn't an East Coast thing. So I had done that um, back in high school. So that was how I had started. But I also have had jewelry businesses, and I still do run a jewelry business called Chris Cara. I've had that for a little over six years now. was not my first jewelry business, but that one is still going strong. And a lot of where I learned a lot 
lot of the lessons that I now incorporate into the lean out method to be working with small business owners. Um, but all throughout the past 20 years, I've kind of ebbed and flowed between working with these companies as an independent consultant through my own business, and also some cases choosing to work for them as an employee. Usually it just comes down to where can I make the biggest impact and how can I best support them and myself financially at the same time. And so I've kind of ebbed and flowed through that. I typically only stay at a place a year or three, basically just long enough to get them the results that they're looking for, and then I move to the next place to work with. So right now I have three facets of what I do. I actually do still consult. I'm working with an automotive manufacturer, one of the top in the U.S. right now, um, spend an awful lot of time with them, travel every week. I'm frequently out of the country uh, working with them. So it's quite exciting. And I will probably always keep that corporate component of what I do just because I do like to influence change on such a large scale and know that there's so many different employees and just the downstream impact of what I do making things so much better. But I have worked with small businesses all throughout the past 20 years and officially decided to launch the Lean Out Method in October of last year. So it's a reasonably new venture as a business with a registered, uh, <laughs> you know, official business, if you will. But that being said, it's the same thing that I have done for 20 years. And what I've done is taken what I do for these large businesses and made it very accessible for small business owners, because I really think they're the ones who need it the most. Absolutely. Are you the sole founder or are there other co-founders? Yeah. Sole founder with an absolutely amazing rockstar team. Yeah. I love that. Um, and you didn't take any funding, I'm guessing, to launch it. It's just been bootstrapped. Yep. Um, the impetus for the launch, so it was mainly towards this wanting to bring these, um, this, this knowledge and these techniques to small business owners that the, your yes. corporate clients were benefiting from. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. can you um, kind of enumerate on what it, because you, I imagine there's at least some kind of massaging that happens from the corporate need into the small business needs. Can you kind of describe at least some of the areas or the tactics that you use when you're, you know, helping these small business owners? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, when you're in the, the corporate space or when you're, when I'm working with these big, huge multi-billion dollar companies, the things that they have that most small business owners don't is big teams, right? They have a lot of really big teams. And so when you start working with small business owners, the concepts are all the same. They're so important, but it's translating that down in such a way that either an individual solopreneur business owner can implement it, or they can do it with a small team that they have, where they have a group of people who wear many, many hats, as opposed to a lot of specialists who do their own niche activity. Um, mm. So I really help them get super clear on what is it that you want out of your business? What, what does success look like for you, both in your business and in your life and also for your customers? Really, really important. You don't have a business without customers. So it's really getting at how are you helping your customers transform? What value are they getting and working with you? And what does that vision look like for yourself, your business, and your customers? And then breaking that down into the daily activities that you do. So I follow that same process with the large companies um, as I do with small businesses from a what it is perspective. It's just the approach that's very different because of the size of team and scale. Yeah, I'm wondering, um, do you ever find yourself playing, it feels like a some type of a business therapist, you know, I mean, identifying those, well, you know, mm -hmm, when, when you talk about like having people kind of really 
identify and and enumerate, elaborate themselves on what they're trying to do and things like that. I think that those are some of the areas, the hiccups, mm-hmm. especially with small businesses that get lost because small businesses, you know, you have one person doing 20 different roles, so to speak. Um, and then things can be confused as to what the, uh, the message should be or what the brand should be, you know, relayed as and things like that. Do you find yourself um, assigning, um, I wonder, like bringing in brand strategists or do you do you recommend other areas that they should be developed in or do you solve it yourself? So usually I work with people directly on it because I think that there's so much value in brand strategy and in any any people who help somebody develop their marketing and developing their message. So, so important. But what I see some business owners do, especially early on, is they almost outsource that decision to somebody instead of first making that decision themselves. And they need to know what's important for them first. Then somebody can help them really make it shine and really help it stand out and really help them take their message and word it in such a way that it identifies, you know, with their market. But a lot of times I think when people bring somebody in too early, they are more likely to delegate those decisions and that vision to the person that they hired instead of themselves. So what I do is more try to pull it out of them. And so I coach them to put into words what it is that they really want, that for some reason, sometimes people are really scared to want what they want. They feel like it's too big or it's, they don't, there's a lot of imposter syndrome and things that kind of come up in people that makes them hesitate from really putting into words what it is that they really envision and want for themselves and for their business and even for their customers, because they have a little bit of that, who am I to be able to help this person with this? So it is in a lot of ways, like you said, almost like a psychologist working through it with people. But I think it's so important that they define that themselves and then work with whoever the appropriate people are to help put it into words in a, a really compelling way. Yeah, and I think you're right. I think that there is a danger in um, even, you know, the beauty of outsourcing is that, you know, it, it, it gives you time to work on other things. But when you outsource branding, become someone else's brand, you know, largely. I think that that's true. Um, what do you find to be like the the number one, the, like the top three issues that most small businesses have in common mm-hmm. when you walk in? What are like the top, like this is wrong, that's wrong, that's wrong, or these things need to be worked on? Yeah, I mean, the number one is they are doing way too many things. They are trying to do all the things and and trying to do all the things. They're unfortunately not doing all of them really well. Um, and yeah. so less in is completely more in business In accessories. I think more is more, but in business, it's all about less is more figure out what those really core things are that are ultimately going to get you to your vision and your goals and focus all your efforts there, do them as well as you possibly can. And there's one thing that I say to my customers all the time is you need to, or instead of, and. Anytime a business owner hears something, they always think, oh, I'm going to add this. I need to do this and this and this and this. And really, you need to be saying, this sounds really interesting. This sounds like a really good possible you know, opportunity for us. What am I going to do this instead of? And that is so important to really doing things well and really moving a lot quicker than other people. You feel like if you're not doing all the things, you're going to be slower. But when you actually focus, you move a lot quicker because you do them better and with higher quality. And so that's the number one overarching thing I think I see in every business I've ever worked with, whether they're the the large corporations or whether they're the the small business owners. Um, Absolutely. 
you know, besides that is definitely the noise and distractions, starting down a path and then getting, it's not even bright, shiny object because sometimes the things that come up are real legitimate things that come up. Sometimes it's bright, shiny objects, but just getting thrown off of a plan and getting thrown off course and not knowing how to recover. So that would be number two. Yeah, I both of those I think I can um, identify with and have heard all around me when I speak to business owners. Um, do you have a diagnostic measurement that you bring to, with yourself like to kind of garner this intake process? I'm picturing, you know, when you come in with a new client um, and you sit down, do you have tools that you use that help you kind of measure where you need to start working first with the client? Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And so I believe that connection and communication is so important. And there's no, although I do have very much of a method that I follow, it's why it's called the lean out method, where I start and how I get them there really depends so much on the conversations and where they're at. Because sometimes you can start right and go step A to Z with somebody, but sometimes they're just mentally not in the place where they can do that. And you need to kind of start in the middle and then circle back (laughs) in order to get them there. So we always go through all of the steps and it's really pretty simple if you think about it. It's where do you want to go? What does that future look like? Um, Why is it so important to you? How are you going to get there? And how can we build your day-to-day activities to make sure that you're focused on just those things and cutting out everything else? So it's super simple at its core, but how you get people there and how I walk people through that really is based on where they're starting from and their mindset and frame of mind and experiences and most burning kind of issues and challenges at the time that I get, get together with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Speaking of um, the name of your company, where where did it come from? How did you come to it? Yeah. So it's, I mean, lean is a concept that has been used for decades in business, right? So it's not something that a lot of small business owners have heard of. When I mention it, a lot of people think I do fitness and weight loss, which I do not. (laughs) Um, So it's, and to me, it's really in business, it's truly about leaning out. And as people become more successful in their small business or as you go into the corporate space, the term lean and leaning out is really common language. And it's really just eliminating anything that isn't adding value and focusing on the most important things right now. And who doesn't want to do that? So what I developed is a method specifically to help business owners do that, whether they do it on their own, leveraging something like the 90-day planner that I created, or if they do it through actual coaching and working with me um, and my team. But it's, it's really all about what is the most important thing you need to do right now and eliminate everything else, leaning out to really just those core essential activities. Do you have um, an interview process with clients that come to you where you kind of see whether or not you're a good fit? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So for me, one of the keys is I really work best with people in the growth stage of their business. So a lot of the information that I share in my Facebook group and on my blog and on my social media is for business owners of any stage. But people who I personally work with or people that I have attend the retreats that I do are those in the growth stage. So they know their customer already. They know their products or services. They know what they offer. They are ready to really kick it up and scale and level up their business. And they just aren't sure how to do it because they're already working so much. They're on the verge of burnout and overwhelm and they can't imagine doing anything more in order to level up. So I actually help them simplify and cut things down and create more space in their schedule so that they can actually level up and do it much quicker than they think they can. Nice. That sounds like a dream. 
Um, so the, uh, what is your, with the small, you said you, it's a year to three years with big businesses. What is it usually with the small businesses? Is it the same? Yeah. So you can see in 90 days, a tremendous transformation. You really can. I find it's, I always think of things in terms of micro and macro. And so you can see a lot of micro changes within those 90 days. You can even see it within the first couple of weeks, really. Um, but that being said, if you look more macro and you look at the year, it's amazing what people can do. It's usually, what is the quote? People underestimate what they can do um, in uh, the long period of time and overestimate what they can do in the short period of time type yeah. of things. It's people in one year usually accomplish what they would in two to three normally. Um, sometimes in 90 days, people accomplish what they would accomplish in a year. It, but at the smaller scale, sometimes you don't always see it until that, that time period has passed. Interesting, yeah. That's a good point. Also, I mean, just the, taking the first step, you know, towards um, solving it, I think is is a good inclination as well. Um, mm -hmm. I'm always amazed at what you can get done, you know, in a short period of time um, when you're directed. It's what coaches are, right? It's this bringing out our ability. Um, with your social media, like, so do you use it as a tool? I mean, it sounds like you would have to use it with clients, you know, and, and helping them brand identify and things of that nature. But you yourself with your own business, with the Lean Out Method, do you use social media um, in order to help get your word out or to market? Or, And if so, which platforms do you find most useful? Yeah, I do. And, you know, that's reasonably new. So what's interesting is with my consulting business that I do working with the larger corporations, they come to me, right? I don't, mm -hmm. if you go to my LinkedIn profile, I have almost nothing on it. It's, it's just word of mouth. People know who I am. There's not that many people who do what I do in that space. So I could probably do that for the rest of my career, no problem. And I don't interview, I don't go after things. People just kind of come to me. And so this is a little bit different and new now as I'm moving towards the small business owners and the entrepreneur space, in that space, people don't know me in that same way. So I am leveraging social media to get in front of them to start to share some of my messaging and to get them to be aware that Lean Out Method exists, that I exist, um, and to work with me. So it is new. I'm currently doing Instagram. I personally love Instagram. It's my favorite um, of the platforms. And I'm also leveraging Facebook groups for those who want to go a little bit deeper in their conversation. So I do some live training and Q&As every week. We get a lot more discussion and interaction going in the group. Absolutely. Facebook groups seem to be um, key for that as well. Mm -hmm. So I'm wondering with, um, given what you have going and that the fact that it was, you know, it's, it's since October of 2019, looking forward to the next three years of the lean out method, have you given it um, much attention as to goals or where you would like it to see it progress to? Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, what I today, I probably do about 80% of my time working with corporate clients, about 20% working with the small business owner entrepreneur. Within the next three years, I'd like to flip that. So I just, I like being closer to the impact. I really like seeing tangibly the difference that I make and knowing the impact it's having on customers. And I just get so much more fulfillment working with the small business owner and entrepreneur. So as I ramp that up, I will ramp down the work that I do with the, the larger clients. And I don't know that I'll ever completely step away from that because I very much love what I do with them as well. But I do want to work more and more um, with a lot of business owners. And with that, I mean, my personal mission very much is just to change the way 
that people think about business and ensure that they are building sustainable success. It's I think that you know hustling gets worn as a badge of honor and people just feel like they constantly need to do more, 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 or else they're not a real business owner. And I just really want to see that conversation change. And I want people to really get the importance of working smarter, getting really clear about what they want to do and focusing on that. And that it's okay to create space for fun and for personal time and for self care and for all the things that most people get into business for in the first place that they then kind of throw out the window <laughs> as soon as they start the business. Yeah. And so because I want to do that and I know there's only so many people I can help myself, what I really see over the next three years is certifying other people in lean out method. So other coaches can start to add that to their practice as well and continue to help just reinforce that message and help business owners gain greater success and have sustainable success for the long haul. Will you ever hire a team of um, mini Christas to run around and aid you, or do you want to kind of keep it tight and lean? I think I probably will. I am a big team person, love teams. I really think that um, to me, I personally get a lot of satisfaction in having a team and building and developing that team. Mm -hmm. Today, my team helps me. They don't coach, but I have, especially in the corporate spaces, I coach coaches all day long. And so I very much would like to bring some into my team and just expand what I'm capable to do within the Lean Out Method staff itself um, beyond just what other coaches adopt into their own practice. So that's probably on the three-year horizon as well. Nice. So I'm curious, um, as my final question for you today, Krista, and I love it more than all of the others, just because it always gleans information for me, which is selfish, but true. Um, I wonder if you bumped into someone tomorrow um, in a park or a garden that you were in and a young uh, woman or a female identified non-binary individual walked up to you and said, listen, I've had um, this diversified background. I've been in, in business uh, time management consulting for some really corporate level gigs and I'm going to go off and do my own thing. I'm going to take a lot of the information I've learned and gleaned and maneuver that into something um, where I can help the smaller business owner and I'm just getting started. What are the top three pieces of advice that you would give that individual knowing what you know now? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think one of the things that I see so many business owners do is they feel like they need to really have it all figured out before they get started. And I think the number one piece of advice I would give them is just go, just get started today. Um, absolutely. Like right now, right the second start and it's okay to not have it all figured out, but do try to get some sort of vision or goals in place for yourself. Even if it's just simply the thing you want to do next, doesn't have to be the thing that you want to do a year from now, three years from now, 10 years from now. But if you kind of know what you want to do next or what you want to figure out, even if all your goal is, is I want to figure out what my target market is, um, then you know something for to kind of gauge you on the actions that you're taking so you know if you're directionally correct. So I always share directionally correct activities and actions with people as a tip is you don't have to know exactly what you're doing. Just know that what you're doing is going in the right direction. Um, along with that, my second piece of advice would be have an experimentation mindset. Because especially when you're first starting out, you tend to be in more of the spaghetti stage where you're just throwing a whole bunch of stuff against the wall to see what sticks. And a lot of things aren't going to work. More aren't going to work than do. And if you go into it with that experimentation mindset of I'm just trying to see what's going to work and I'm going to pivot and shift based on the results, instead of going into it with a mindset of this failed, this failed, this failed, this failed, it's a complete difference in game changer in going forward. 
it's, you don't have to have it all figured out right from the beginning. You just have to get started. You have to try and you have to be open to experimenting and continuing to shift and grow as you, as you go. And then my third piece of advice is really don't assume you know your customers. Actually get out and talk to them. Build connections. Really listen to what it is that they want because ultimately you're in business to help people and understand what it is that you do that can best help people. You'll probably find over time that what you went into it thinking you might do might not be exactly what you end up doing, and that's okay. But you have to talk to people and get real customer feedback and build those connections to really build a solid, sustainable business. Nice. That's perfect. I love that. So I've got um, Just Go, Just Get Started Today and Stay Directionally Clear. Number two, have an experimental mindset. And number three, don't assume you know your customers, get to know your customers. Mm -hmm. Those are so perfect. And it's so true across, I think, all industries. My mind just kind of peppered through a bunch of different industries that I could think of. And I think that that's absolutely true and crucial to think about with every endeavor, actually, not just, you know, with the business aspect. Um, I love that. Well, Krista, we are out of time today and I'm bummed out because I had more to ask you um, regarding the lean out method. And so I will circle back around and see if I can convince you in a year or so to um, get meet up with us again and answer more of my questions. Thank you so much for your time today. Thank you so much for having me. Happy to be here. Absolutely. And for everyone listening, this was Krista Grasso. You can uh, contact her via her website, leanoutmethod.com. She's also on Facebook and um, I'm sure just about everywhere else you can find her on Instagram. Um, And for everyone listening to me today, thank you so much for lending me your ear. And until we talk again next time, remember to always bet on yourself. Sancha.